Well, what do you know? Here's a bonus episode of Ox and Marco's Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers podcast. <laughs> Okay, folks, welcome to the AFL finals, preliminary finals, bonus pod, and I'm here with two blokes who've played in grand finals. Of course, the Ox, good to see you. Good to see you, Marco. Special guest at 2010, Premiership captain from the Pies, Nick Maxwell. G'day, Maxie. Hello, boys. It's been a while. We, uh, we used to catch up uh, once or twice a week on SEN back in the day, so... Good to be here and uh, and see your faces again and have a chat. You Mac- haven't changed. You have not put on one kilogram, which is bloody disappointing <laughs> to say the least. You're We've, in better shape yeah, no, when you were playing. We've got our own gym here, so it sort of helps at work. So I can get across the bridge early from Williamstown and uh, make sure I get my session done And yeah, instead of sitting in traffic. And we- when we say here... We are in, uh, we're at 141 Camberwell Road, Hawthorne East, and we're at the most amazing building called ECLA. Yep. Um, uh, or for some people, ECLAT, uh, <laughs> if, if, you, if you want to bogan it down a bit. Um, so E-C-L-A-T, this is the most impressive building. Maxie, what you, what's your involvement here? Yeah, I'm part owner and CEO. So um, this is something that was a long time in the making, about nine years. Uh, my brother-in-law, Jesse Hayes, and I, he's a real tech guru mm. and creative and I guess I'm more the people person. And, uh, and Paul Tudham's our third uh, partner who was a developer of the building and Basically came together um, a couple of years ago and, and started E-Class. So we're uh, we're in soft launch at the moment and go to market next month. But we're a, basically a members-only bar, restaurant, cafe, dining room, event space, podcast studio, which we're obviously in. And then we've got uh, serviced offices, um, sort of high-end finish upstairs Ooh. with uh, some flexible working areas as well. Now, we, we need to do the pod from here at one stage, at some stage it. as well. We won't, we won't come we back and do that. But it's, it's, it's office space, but it's like transient office space. You can use it in any part of this entire building, which is amazing. It's sort of open to depending on what you need. So we sort of have executives who live out this side of town that need somewhere just to go for casual catch-ups. Uh, we have people who are just building their business. And then obviously we've got those that take their permanent offices it's just theirs to lock and, and keep as they need to. And for us, it's just about the community and bringing people together. We run 46 free events a year for all our members. So put on the food and the drink and the entertainment. So uh, it's really about bringing people together and connecting. Uh, I've spoken to you many times about Marco coming camping. Uh, I'm never going yeah, camping. You don't like under the stars, but you'd be happy with seven stars Oh yeah, because that's what this is. This is a joke. This is this is as good as it gets. Absolutely, as good as it gets. Hey, you blokes have played in prelims. We can only imagine people have never played the game at, at either of your level. What is the feeling like on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, kind of before a prelim? I think there's a couple of different feelings you have. Obviously, there's the excitement factor of what could happen. Uh, obviously, if you get through and, and look at the next week, but. I've also been in very different um, situations. And you, you go back to 2007 where we were coming up against a Geelong team that on paper should have beaten us by 150 points. Jeez, you should have yeah. won that too. And we yeah, <laughs> got within a kick. And, uh-huh. uh, and, and you sort of have those experiences where it's just like, let's just throw absolutely everything at it. Uh, and then you get other experiences where you're expected to win. Sort of, I guess, 2010, 2011, we're expected to go through and to win and, and get through the next week. So there's different levels of it. So you've got... 
the two or the four different teams that are here at the moment. Um, obviously, the two that went through and had the, the week off and finished one, two, they're expected to win. So the other two almost feel like it's a bit of a free hit. So although it's the same prize at the end, um, there's obviously more pressure on the teams that are expected to go through. It's really the last week too before the corporates get involved. So prelim week is pure fans, uh, the diehards, their last real chance to to get to watch their team. So And even the lead-up with... The other great thing about prelim, obviously school holidays are amongst us. So, yeah, so right. you go down to training... Um, training's 10, 20,000 people. It, it's a huge build-up. So that prelim week is a really, really special week. Once you get in the grand final week, it's just a blur. You know, it's just function after function after getting ready and you get about three hours as a team together. You, you know, you get your two training yeah. sessions and a team meeting, but the rest is with sponsors, mm. media and everything else that's happening, you know, organising tickets for your family and blah, 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 blah. But prelim week is a pure footy week, isn't it? Yeah, and there's a lot, I guess, uh, a lot to take in. So going into that first grand final in 2010, um, we had a lot of guys that had never played in one in terms of AFL grand finals, only a handful that had. So um, we were lucky to get through with the draw and come back the week after and, and have a lot of guys who had that pressure off them I guess because they'd already played in one they knew what to expect and they come back the next week so um, they're definitely it's it's red hot um, the pressure's red hot and uh, sometimes it just comes down to like we've seen teams that have been a dollar ten to win and they and they get rolled they, yeah. they don't get through those games so um, it's just like any game now there's, there's four teams left and they're all chasing the same prize Alright let's have a talk about Friday night Collingwood take on GWS there's going to be 95,000 Collingwood supporters and 3,000 GWS supporters Yes, I'm going. I managed to see. I've got really? To yeah, I'm okay. All yeah. right. Why are you asking that for? I was just wondering where you were sitting. Are you, no, are you, are you sitting. good seats or you're in don't, average seats? Don't worry. They're good seats. All right. Don't worry about where I'm sitting. All right. Um, in a tell, box. <laughs> can, you, can you just stop it, please? Nick, uh, Collingwood expected the win. So many people say that. I can't see it. GWS, the way they're What do you mean playing. you can't see it? Well, I don't think don't it's as... I, I, I don't think it's 80-20. I reckon it's a 60-40 game. Why is it 80-20? You finished on top. Your game's clear. You've got the best list. Yes, you've I'm belted sides left, right and centre. <laughs> and you've got GWS who snuck into the eight who are lucky to I'm sneak through. If you're not a Collingwood fan, they're setting you up to fail. That's yeah. what they, yeah. that's that's what they exactly do. They pump you up. So. You've got one hand yeah. on the cup right yeah. now. Yeah, just shut all right. up. We've been there before. We know what they do, Marco. <laughs> so how do you see the game playing out? Uh, look, I think that um, Toby Green is, is obviously arguably one of the best players in the competition and he's a guy who uh, had a bit of experience with myself having a couple of years up at the Giants and um, to see how he just takes them with him is unbelievable. Their midfield as well, when you look at all the guys they have gone through, there was Canelio and Kelly and Green, mm. um, Whitfield, Whitfield off halfback. They've, they've got a lot of speed, they back themselves, but it's sort of the same way Collingwood playing away where you've got all that midfield speed. Uh, obviously, Nick Dacos coming back, and you've got guys like Crisp. And um, I guess the more experienced guys around the contest that get it out, like you, uh, Tom, yeah. Tom Green and Ward, but then the speed on the outside that that class can finish for you. So um, very similar the way they go about it, in, in my eyes, when they're at their best. But obviously, it's about trying to make sure that you can turn it over in your front half and make those mistakes in your front, make them make mistakes in your front half. So you get obviously more shots of goal. Jesse Hogan is, he's been unbelievable the last oh, the last little bit. So he's just found some form. And we've been. And doesn't miss in front of goal. No, Not like he used to. No, and we, used to, that up. we used to ridicule him, didn't we, when yeah. he was at Melbourne and then at Frio. And he's been able to. It's amazing what happens when you get your body right. Are you sending Darcy more straight to him? 
I think the way Collingwood play, it's more of a system. Yep. So if he goes down really deep, then Murphy will go to the deepest yep. sort of medium tall. Um, if it's a small, they tend to change that around. So the, the change might be a Maynard out of the goal square on Green if Green happens to go down there because um, that's the matchup that, that we've seen previously when they've played. Yep. But they play a real system, Collingwood do. So it's going to be um, layers and that'll be with, with how. So obviously Riccardi's there. So um, you've got how you've got more. Uh, Murphy will be the deep one. Then you've got Maynard and those guys up higher. So you just got to look at what that system looks like outside of the Maynard Green. That's the one that I think will be the lock away. Do they win? Do they just win Collingwood? Well, I think you've got to back them. They've been the best team all year. Um, they've been the best pressure team as well. And I think that probably the one thing that we haven't really seen is we didn't see St Kilda and Port put Giants under that just unbelievable pressure that they'll no. see with Collingwood. Um, but as I said, prelims are a funny thing. They're a, they're a funny beast. So, yep. um, they bring sides together, don't they? Oh, they level correct. things out. Correct. Yeah. What about the six-day break versus the 15-day break? Uh, can it hurt you either way? Absolutely. If you had to pick one or the other, you know which one you want, yeah. um, particularly when you've got someone like, like Nick Dacos coming off injury. Yep. Um, and also, Collingwood have a lot of those older guys as well. You look at guys like um, Pendlebury and Sidebottom, um, Howes in his 30s, um, Mitchell. Yep. Like, it had to help them to have that really tough game against Melbourne. No doubt they would have been sore for a few days after that and then actually just sort of work back into it. So I certainly think it had to help Collingwood. Giants don't have as many of those older guys, so they're probably younger guys. You just get up, you mm. just find a way, and you know what you're doing. And um, and again, they'd be using that internally to go. You know what? They can have a 15 day break. We'll have a six day break. We'll travel. We'll travel again. We'll come together. And and that's the type of message they'd be running with. Right. Let's move to Saturday night and the Blues. My God! Every time I watch them play, and you see the believe in the background. Oh, yeah, they're all they're all doing this please, sort of stuff. Please, Marco. And they are taking on uh, the Brizzy, who always look good to me. Their forward line. My God, they're so sharp. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? Again, don't want to sound boring, but you got to look at the teams that have done it all year. But the wave of momentum with Carlton is probably the biggest wave of momentum we've seen because mm. they have played those weeks because they have looked gone and they've come back. Even the Sydney game, I didn't think they were that impressive. I thought that um, they should have put the Swans away a lot earlier than they did uh, and they kept them. Uh, yeah. It wasn't even Gave an a chance to Yeah, correct. So, um, but then the Melbourne game, they looked completely gone and they just hung in there and hung in there. So that grit Don't and that toughness, up. yeah, you, you can't... Oh, uh, hey, hey, don't, you, on an expected score, you actually won. Oh, beauty. Oh, that's, that's great. That's great. Well, yeah, awesome. And against your mob. <laughs> that's right. Can you believe that? Yeah, the expected score you're actually playing this week in the prelim. <laughs> God, and, and when you get beaten like that, oh, it's horrible. Let, let's not it's horrible go, let's not go roll ground, but far out. Far. Yeah, I get oh, it. I'm still filthy. I'm still filthy. <laughs> Look like you're over it. Oh no, not over Carlton. I just hope. I hope. No, I don't yeah. hope they get bashed, but I, I I can't see them beating Brisbane up there. I just can't. I think Chris Fagan has really got the side motoring. Um, their mids are linking up well with their forwards. They're finding space. I think yeah. um, Danaher and uh, Eric Hipwood are actually working well together. They, I reckon they were getting in each other's way initially, yep. but they've now able to find that space and they've been able to just be a lot potent. And Charlie Cameron, you know, if you're going to crumb to two blokes, let's crumb to those two because you'll, you'll get a you'll get a bag of goals. Last question uh, for both of you, mm -hmm. and then Nick, you can get on to your CEO business, whatever you do. <laughs> and, you know, Coffees. Yeah, what does he do? Yeah, <laughs> <not a> <laughs> just delegates. Just delegates. Uh, it's a five o'clock game on Saturday, but it's going to be humid. Yep. Now you guys played in Melbourne teams. What would it be like for the first time going up and playing in humidity at a 5pm start? 
certainly a challenge uh, and, and a different challenge again. But what they will do, the conditions should actually help them play the style of footy they need to play. Because up there, when it gets a bit slippery and the sweat hits the ball, mm. it's obviously going to be hard to grip. So what you want to do is just get it going forward. Just get the ball going knock forward, on, yeah. yeah, knock it on at all costs and just try and take that territory. Um, so it'll actually take away your your mind thinking, let's be really sharp with hands and work our way through because one mistake and Brisbane will go back on you real quick. So I think for mine, it should help them play this type of footy they want to play. It's the breath though. It's the first 10 minutes leading into a prelim. It's humid. And you get to the ten minute mark, and you go, "I'm out of petrol. Yeah. I'm gone." And then it kicks in, and you're right to go. So, first ten minutes, um, you don't you don't want Brisbane putting three or four on the board because it's a long way back. Last word from both of you: Who's playing in the grand final? Uh, Collingwood v Brisbane. I think the same thing, and I think uh, we're going to see Nick Dacos have a, a monster grand final day and get that Norm Smith medal. No, no, close no. go. Who's going to have the close one in the prelim? GWS Collingwood's for me. That's going to be the closest. Yeah, no, I think that'll be closer yeah. than the other one. I think Brisbane will blow them out. Well, Nick, this place is amazing. Eclat, 141, Camberwell Road, Hawthorne East. It's a beauty. I think the release comes out in about a month's time. Yeah, so you can come in now. Um, so we're open for business now and we're uh, open, I guess, um, marketing-wise. Uh, in a few weeks' time, we're actually going to go to market. So awesome. get, it, get in now uh, if you want to come and check it out. And we've got a great sales team here who can show you through and, and try and find out what your needs are and work from there. And, and you guys are welcome back whenever you want. Oh. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a bonus episode of A Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers with Ox and Marco. Make sure you subscribe and you'll never miss an episode of the show. And if you can share the pod on your socials, that'd be great. See you next week. A Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers is executive produced by Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound designed by Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.